this episode off real smooth. DJ Amaral, show me how to do this right. Episode 22 of the Beat Path Podcast starts now. Ooh, I'm wishing. Ooh, I'm wishing.
I'm just kidding, whatever you want Whatever you want The number one team is back, it ain't fair And if you feel the same, raise your glass in the air Feel like the pack don't have to come with the whack pair Y'all really don't want it, and we make a necklace And do whatever you want Whatever you want, whatever you want
Civilian friends for their them shout Second Republic. People will not know they happy. People will know them they look. Them baptize the civilian government. Then they man federal government. Me I know my their name. Me I call them soldier put soldier go.
Can y'all really feel me? Feel us. East Coast, feel me. Feel us. West Coast, feel me. Say what? Dirty South, uh. Here we go. Can y'all really feel me? Baby girl. East Coast, feel me. Uh-huh. West Coast, feel me. Can you feel us? Condo in Manhattan. Baby girl, what's happening? You and your ass invited. So come on and get to clapping. Go pop a phone, play pop a phone. Turn around and drop a throw a plan. Drop a few me. I'll rent a beach house in Miami. Wake up with no jammies. Lobster tail for dinner.
is beautiful. Yo, 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 what's cracking, universe? Killing it, killing it with the tunes. That tune right there had me dancing all over the place. What's that, Swindle? Was it Swindle? Swindle, Copacabana. We're in a little bossa nova vibe right now. Uh-huh. We've consulted our one of our musical experts who happens to also play a variety of music, including bossa nova. Yeah, and he happens, we happen to have a great, amazing guest. Hot Sauce is out today because uh, he's out hot sauce and doing hot sauce stuff. Uh, and we have a, a great guest in the studio today. Uh, this dude's a monster. He's a jazz musician. He, I mean, he's done it all. He's a jazz musician, multi-instrumentalist, music teacher, band leader. He's played at the Funk Parade, H Street Festival, Blues Alley, the Kennedy Center, the Watergate Hotel. I'm telling y'all. Uh, and he's a member of the legendary Blackbirds. He's played sax with Chuck Brown. You heard it, Chuck Brown. Yes, the, the one and only Chuck Brown. And he's a Peruvian chicken connoisseur, which is my favorite aspect. <laughs> the, the amazing Elijah Jamal Babed in the studio. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? Give it up, give it up. We are so happy to have you today. Good to be here. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, this is, um, I know you and uh, DJ Aminra, we've all kind of uh, known each other for some time now. But uh, I think this is the first time we've actually had a chance to have you here on the, in the studio on the microphone. Yeah, this is exciting, and I appreciate the intro. Two things you said that struck out were the words jazz musician, which I used to call myself one, but these days I play so many different styles and forms of music that I just call myself a musician. Hey. But I did appreciate the Peruvian chicken connoisseur part because you know that I like some Peruvian chicken. We know you like to eat. I like to eat. I'm a skinny guy, but I can throw it down. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It's so funny because I've... uh had quite some experiences with you involved as a Peruvian chicken <laughs> <laughs> while driving, actually. Yeah, racing to a news station. An hour before this gig was supposed to happen, we just found out that was it ABC News just decided to call like an hour and a half before. We're like, hey, can you guys show up at six o'clock? We're like, okay. It's 445 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things like this happen with Elijah, and but also. Th- these two found, you got you found the time to eat Peruvian chicken while heading to the I game. mean, I almost fed it to him in the car on the way there because <laughs> he was dipping in sauces and just doing all kinds of funny things. My, my fellow working musicians out there will know you, you got to eat and you do it when you can. Basically. There's oh, no yeah. other way to do it. And I didn't think it could be done with the chicken, but you made it happen. So that's great. <laughs> But uh, that said, um, that brings us to, you know, uh, the primary reason you're here. I mean, I know we've been working for a while with you is uh, this amazing project you've been working on, which uh, it seems to infuse jazz, I guess, and go-go called the Jogo Project. J-O-G-O. Oh, come oh. on. J-O. A G-O. Uh, wish we had a percussionist right now. Yeah, I know. Right? Mike Burney. Shout out to Mike Burney. Yeah, hey, where's Mike? We need him. Um, maybe you could tell us a little about the Jogo Project and uh, what, what's it about. Right. So the Jogo Project was a band that was formed at the end of a residency I did at Strathmore. 
and uh, it's basically a culmination of my experiences playing both jazz and go-go music and trying to combine everything to one in one ensemble and one sound um, and basically we're taking what Chuck Brown left with us which was very highly jazz inspired and jazz infused go-go music and running with that and if we create some new sounds along the way great wow and, and you know it's um i got a question for you because like for me like the so does go-go is it naturally jazz like you say jazz and go-go is it like uh do a lot of people think of it with as jazz music already or no it's like is that something unique that you guys are doing well that's the thing a lot of people don't realize that chuck by trait was a jazz slash blues guitarist so naturally the music that he created had jazz and blues influences um a lot of bands have gone different directions with it and gogo has a huge influence on hip-hop as well so some bands have more of a hip-hop r&b vibe and some gogo bands have more of a jazz vibe we're trying to really run with the jazz thing okay all right that's really cool so and like gogo for the, for the listeners who don't know who may not be in washington dc uh gogo is like you know the, the native uh musical sound from dc and uh basically anyone from the area you know gogo if you know it um and if you don't probably you probably heard of it multiple times (laughs) yeah and you know chuck brown as well gogo is to chuck brown what reggae was to bob marley you know it's a he he is the indigenous sound gogo is the indigenous sound of washington dc so so elijah can you describe like for listeners who may not know like what exactly um What's very uh, characteristic of go-go? Like, what, what makes something a go-go tune? Um, well, it started by filling in the spaces in between songs. When a band stops playing, usually you see the people leave the dance floor. So they were trying to, uh, Chuck Brown and Lil Benny were trying to do something about that. So they kept the beat going in between songs instead of stopping playing. And what they realized is that the people just stay on the dance floor if you keep the beat going all night. So that's why they call it go-go, because it just goes and goes and goes. So that's one thing about it is the drums and the percussion. It keeps a certain drive going, maybe for an hour, maybe two hours, sometimes three hours. Um, and then another big thing is... The they vocal- do three hours straight? Like, you've seen someone play like a... You know, in today today's age, you probably wouldn't, wouldn't see that. But before my time, I've heard that sometimes Chuck would do one show that might be two hours, and then another show that was two hours later that day. Wow. And then do an after party that was three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so that's... You call him the Godfather for a reason. That's just riding that pocket for that's like five hours. Collectively seven hours of intense hardcore playing. So it's it's a very demanding, it's very physically demanding, but that's part of what gets the audience so inspired and so into it. Definitely, it, definitely. Yeah, you know, and, and well, and then that percussion line, you know, it's got that very characteristic, like that... Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's, so it's, it's wh- consistent, it's steady. Where did that, like, percussion come from? What's the orig- origins of that percussion? Why... How? That's, I've never been able to figure that out. So when Chuck started um, putting out music, it was more of like a R&B soul vibe. He did some the soul hit, searchers, some the hits soul in the seventies, right? right? Bustin' Loose, Ashley's Roach Clip, and all those things. Uh-huh. Um, then he teamed up with a drummer by the name of Ricky Wellman. And to my knowledge, Ricky Wellman was very critical in creating the go-go beat as we know it. And he was also from Washington D.C. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. and Ricky Wellman, while he was playing with Chuck, um, was on the road somewhere, probably some festival, and apparently Miles Davis was at this festival. Mm-hmm. Miles heard Ricky Wellman, and he was like, I have to have this drummer. So <laughs> Miles kind of took Ricky from Chuck because he ended up taking Ricky on the road, and a lot of times Ricky couldn't do gigs with Chuck. Because so of that. what about the percussive elements, as in like the congas and the stuff like that? Where does that 
how did that come into GoGo? Where yeah. did that like introduction come in? I mean, that's not naturally, you know, it's not naturally DC, right? It's like a Caribbean, Caribbean yeah, right, West right. African kind of instrument. Yeah, you'd have to ask like a deep GoGo percussionist that question. I mean, it really started again with Chuck Brown and Lil Benny. Um, mm-hmm. Lil Benny wasn't a percussionist, but somehow the, these guys saw a vision in keeping these percussion breakdowns and and how that creates an atmosphere that just makes people get down and the second they go into a percussion breakdown you see the dance floor it, it turns up you know you see people get to another level of party so it's something about live music you know yeah just... that, that that reminds so is that the pocket is that literally what that is what is yeah that, that you know you'll, you'll hear it even the vocalist or the lead talker say put it in the pocket you know or mm-hmm. put it in the socket so it's a groove yeah basically just yeah it's just a, a groove that makes you move like chuck used to say so I've been hanging out uh, for myself. You know, I, I haven't primarily came from like a jazz background. Like I've always uh, really loved like the greats and known that I've taken jazz studies courses in school, you know, the type of things that, you know, probably a lot of people have. Um, but, you know, since hanging out with Elijah, like it's been great, you know, just so much musical yeah. information comes from you every day. Though. <laughs> this guy is like a uh, it's like an encyclopedia. One of my favorite things about <laughs> Elijah is he'll start name dropping all these like obscure creative names and yeah. they'll be so responsible for everything but I'm like I have no idea what that it's is. like that Key and Peele bit where they have uh, it's a NFL team and everybody's got a ridiculous name yep <laughs> yep that's like my life like yeah you know this cat Spondylus <laughs> Minneapolis <laughs> like is that his stage name his real name You're like his real name, real name. no yes. bir- birth name yes birth name. most famous saxophonist ever ever lived exactly <laughs> No, it's definitely the case. And, you know, uh, it, it's been amazing to see as, you know, as this kind of good music uh, movement has been changed. You know, we're seeing a lot of jazz incorporated in music lately. You know, things that have been largely predominantly electronic, maybe for almost the last decade, you're kind of seeing some more crossover with that stuff, which is really cool. Um, and, you know, that's something we've definitely been wanting to kind of showcase with what we're doing in the beaten path. So, uh, you know, we're definitely great to have you here and thanks well you know history repeats itself and i think what's happening right now is a revival of good music revival of live music yep. real, real instruments real performers yep and uh you're seeing it with people like bruno mars kendrick lamar mm-hmm. um even some of the rappers that are using live bands like common to live most def like these guys are really uh setting the the right tone setting the right example to to create a statement in music and make sure that real music gets put on the mainstream yeah, there's definitely that's that what demand needs to happen. back I think like people just are sick of downloading stuff they want to actually like feel it hear it see it you know experience it and I think that's what live music brings to oh snarky puppy being another one you know oh yeah yeah and so you uh speaking of which Elijah where are you you've got some gigs coming up right I know uh by the time this podcast comes out we probably may not be able to cover the one uh right what's today's date the uh, so today is the 7th of september 7th okay so next we have on the 15th sorry this yeah the 9th well the 9th will be the 202 creates festival i don't know if this podcast will make it out Probably by then not, but it's good to say it anyways. but the next one is is it the 15th the 15th is h street festival oh yeah so h street festivals have been, been happening for many years now and each year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and Jogo has been fortunate to do it the last several years. That's the 16th. The, the 16th. 16th is a Smithsonian uh, event in Southeast. Got my dates mixed up because yes, there are sir. a lot of gigs. So Friday the, guys f- high in demand. Friday the 15th will be at the Smithsonian Anacostia Museum celebrating their 50th, 50th. year anniversary. Wow. That's 5-0, 50 years. So they've been in the game for a long time and we're really fortunate to work with Smithsonian again. Um, and then the 16th 
is H Street Festival. And those are both afternoon performances. Uh, Anacostia Museum is 3 p.m. H Street is to be announced, but it'll be sometime in the afternoon. So just look around for us somewhere around uh, 8th and H Street. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be sure to definitely put it up on uh, the Beaten Path website so you guys can check that out. It'll also be on our Instagram at the Beaten Path, so you guys can check that out. Make sure you follow these guys. You guys are doing big things. And, you know, th- that reminds me, Elijah, like, you have, like, seemingly done so many things from, you know, from your residency to, you know, playing with Chuck Brown. Like, how is it, like, a, a guy like you, you're a working musician. Like, what's that like? Like, are you, it's seeming like you've been all over the world with the Blackbirds. <laughs> How are you not like, you know, where, where's your next step? Where are you going? What are you trying to, you know, what are you trying to do right now? Well, hopefully some of these accolades turn into money. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, ever since I, I started playing and realized that I wanted to be a full-time musician, it was just my dream to just, you know, do, do it to the fullest, you know, play with everybody I could, go everywhere I could to play. And so I've never really looked back. You know, a lot of people have doubted me along the way a lot of people have had said you know maybe you should get an education degree mm-hmm. maybe you should not not be a full-time performer and although now I am pretty heavily involved in education mm-hmm. I still think it was those several years just like in the trenches really just putting time in uh, uh, practicing sitting in shedding getting my butt kicked sometimes like going home wanting to quit because you know an elderly musician told me that I was doing something wrong or you know gave me some advice that I didn't want to hear or whatever Mm -hmm. so it's those experiences that I think really led to experiences like playing with Chuck or playing with the Blackbirds and I'm gonna keep striving to do as much as I can musically and play with whoever is willing to hire me (laughs) and this you just like pick up a sax and someone show you some music and it's boom you just knock it out right well, that's kind of the nature of the job. A lot of, you know, working musicians will tell you, you sometimes you get sent the music days before. Sometimes you, you don't get the music at all and you just have to jump in like it's the deep end of a swimming pool. Wow. Uh, one of the coolest things Elijah has told me is that from his mentees, his elder mentees, they've told him now is the time to practice, you know, at a young age. And Elijah definitely puts in the work. I've seen it in myself. And he's so adaptable. It's crazy. You know, your ear is tuned pretty well and you can do it with multiple instruments so that's you know that's a sign of a really great musician appreciate it man practice makes possible i like that i wish my teacher in elementary school told me that (laughs) yeah instead of practice makes perfect because what is perfect i know what is perfection i might still be playing that piano (laughs) or the cello or the tuba i would have been a cello master wow (laughs) yo yo ma over here yo yo pa yo yo dj i'm a ra hey All right, we got a cello we're going to bring out now, right? No, okay. <laughs> we do have a sax. Yeah, that is true. Um, so actually, uh, before we do that, because we'll, we're going to come back after the break, and then uh, I think uh, we, got a, we got a game, actually, I want to play with uh, Elijah to uh, help you guys get to know him a little better. And uh, I think we'll actually hear some sax, too. So uh, before we get to that, uh, we'll get back to some tunes, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be back. Cool? Peace.
Money clip, phone flip, the six range Has seen her on her ass, spotted her more than once Ass so fat that you, you can, can see her from the front She spot me like paparazzi Shot me a glance in that cat woman stance With the fat booty pants, hot damn What's your name, love? Where you came from? Neck and wrist laced up, very little makeup The swims at the Reebok gym tone your frame up And sugar and spice, the only thing that you made up I tried to play a low key but couldn't keep it down Asked her to dance and she was like, yo, I'm, I'm leaving, leaving now. now An hour later, Sam's from Jamaica She sipping Chris straight up, skanking while in her waist up Scene two Scene My fam two. throwing the jam, Fareed is on the stand Big things is in the plans huh. The brother Big Moon makes space for me to move ahead Yo, this my man most, baby, let me introduce I turn around You was the same pretty bird who I priorly observed Trying to play me for the herb Shocked to sell, she couldn't get it together I just played a 
song and pretend that I never met her How you feeling? No, I'm fine My name is Moe, I'm Sharice I heard so much good about you It's nice to finally meet He moved to the booth, preserve a crew Especially your honey love Ended up sitting directly next to me I'm tight polite, but now I'm looking at her skeptically Cause baby girl got all the right weaponry Designer fabric, shoes and accessories Chinky eyes, sweet voices Be conversated, made her laugh, yeah, you know me, bro Even though I know the steelo, she wild sweet, yo I'm about to murk, I say peace to the family She hop up like, how you gon' leave before you dance with me? Dance with me. She blew my whole head with that dude, I was like, what? I played it low, I was like, yeah, alright, come on then, let's go This is mad, this is so sick I'm telling yo, honey was so blazing, she was what? Yo, she was like Jane Kennedy, world war To my mama, man She was that L, man. She take it to the dance floor and just start with it to me.
Out to Jay Dilla just for that. We are back. Yeah, that that and that was the Abstract Orchestra, right? Yeah, that's one of my favorite groups right now, the Abstract Orchestra. They're just a cool group from the UK um, that took all of Dilla's, you know, illest hits and kind of put them out together uh, as a compilation, as like a live album. That's what's playing in the background right now. Yeah, and then so you transitioned from the Dilla to the Abstract Orchestra. That was dope. Like I didn't, you know. I think when we first played this Amonra, the Abstract Orchestra track, like I didn't realize it was even Dilla, and, you know, and then you realize like the artistry in those tracks, like it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely, just the recreation of it, but you know, just Dilla had this sound that I just can't really explain, it's so full, it's so, uh, it's just music. Yeah, and I think that kind of, uh, we're still in the studio here with uh, Elijah Balbed, and we're joined by Dez, Diabolical Dez, who you guys all met on the last podcast oh, episode. I'm back. <laughs> she's back to uh, play the game with us 
And uh, that that actually is important because yeah, we ha- we have a game we're gonna play. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's yeah. this game that we're gonna play? Okay. Oh. Uh, so that's great that uh, Abstract Orchestra has worked in there because uh, so so the game. Sorry, I'm getting all sidetracked now because Amin Ra got me hype about that. So I'm sure some I other things. I know that music you were. I mean, everything was so dope that you played. Like, I mean, thank you for that for sure. Thank you for your appreciation. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the game. The game is called Either Or, and let me explain it for the folks out there in podcast land. So uh, we're going to start with Elijah. Anyone is free to answer. I'll say that. We'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> but Elijah has to answer first. <gasps> oh, no. Pressure. <laughs> uh, and so the game is basically, I'm just going to ask you either or. I'm going to ask you one thing or another thing. And you have to tell us which one you like more and why. Uh, and we hope that you keep it 100. <laughs> All the way 100 if you can. <laughs> so some of these might just be quick ones, but uh, we'll miss do a couple of them just to just to get you warmed up. You know. All right then. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. First one. French toast or pancakes? <sighs> French toast because my heart is in France. Oh, what what makes you say that exactly? Like, well, I've been trying to make it to France every time I visited London. I've been to London three times now, and each time I keep trying to get to France, and uh. I, and I keep not making it because either like a like tour schedule or we get busy or I'm tired. So, <laughs> I'm gonna say French toast mm-hmm. to put the French karma out there, so I can hopefully setting his intentions he make it to France one day. You hear that, France? Yeah. Elijah Balbed wants. He's coming for you. Oh, yeah, he's coming for you. 2018. Let's <laughs> Okay, I got another one. I got another one. There we go. Jay Z or Nas? I got it. I gotta go with Nas because of Illmatic. That was just too classic, you know. I, I, I'm a Nas fan myself. I will go with Nas. What about you, what about you Amon Ra? I have no opinion on these matters. Uh-oh. What? Come Uh-oh. on. That's a lot. I don't play these games. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I can't do the comparison between two human beings. Anything else I can do, well, but the comparison I mean, between two human beings. I mean, back then, yeah, I Nas mean, for sure. But now it's like, you know, Jay's still... Well, yeah, there. yeah. Jay's been doing more with his career for sure. So, I mean, in a certain way, I guess. Nas is still doing shit too. I mean, They're both phenomenal look, MCs and dope I mean, people. So they, they are. But they back are. then, no one's, yeah, no one's discrediting that. Not, not at all. I'm just saying, you know, Illmatic came out when it came out, but so did Reasonable Doubt. You know, so yeah, we just can't have these kind of these. You know what? That could be a whole other podcast. Exactly. Let's go not go there. there. Next. <laughs> okay. Okay. All the way next. All right. Uh, beer or Jameson? What? See, that's tough for me because oh. I go through phases. <laughs> um. <laughs> Lately, I have been into IPAs. I've been exploring different IPAs. Uh-oh, hot sauce not here today. Uh-oh. <laughs> However, if I'm going to drink any liquor, it's going to probably be Jameson or or something else brown. Ah, okay. Okay, I've got a Jameson guy. All right. Any other any other takers on that one? Uh, I, I mean, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I go with beer myself. All right. I, I go with beer myself as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Call or text? Call. I'm old school. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's situational, but like, don't. Thank you for that. Don't text me a bunch of stuff that's going to be, that's going to take like half an hour to figure out in text. Right, just call. That we could just figure out in two minutes in a call, you know? That's my take on it. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, I got to get more into that. What happens is, is now you're so busy, you'd be like, oh my God, I need to stop and talk to someone. But, you know, we're all too busy for that lately, which is, I guess, terrible. 
if you know you're younger. Well, yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I just want to set the tone for the next generation too. If they see us texting everybody, they're never ever gonna call anybody. <laughs> That's very true. Huh. Like I didn't even know my phone did that. Is it a phone? What is it anyway? They're gonna have new shit. It's not even gonna be call or text. I think. Yeah, it's gonna be true. brain activated chip command. Yeah, no. hologram. <laughs> I I got I got some more. I got some more. Okay, okay. Uh, Stevie Wonder or James Brown? Ooh, mm. that's another tricky one. It's people, but yeah, I don't necessarily. I mean, talking like to this, you. Yeah, to the, you. yeah. The, this is a personal thing. Uh, I have more of a fascination with Stevie Wonder as a songwriter and composer. Okay. James Brown is like more of the performer, you know, showman. Okay. Yeah. High energy. What's your favorite Stevie song? Another tricky one. Favorite Stevie song ever. I really like Overjoyed. Overjoyed. And Too High. Okay, okay. Amin Ra, you got a favorite Stevie song? Um, probably Ribbon in the Sky. Uh, I like Ribbon in the Sky, but I also like Do I Do. Yeah, do yeah. I Do. And it's a classic. I, uh, and then... Um, What's the summer one? That one uh, hot in... The summer, no, not that one. Crap. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny? I remember Stevie Wonder albums by the cover. Like yeah. in my brain, I think yeah. about the cover. That's how I think about most artists. <laughs> all I do is is on there too. I think all I do is probably the best. Same one. album, same album. I think yeah. too. Do I do, do I all do. I do? Yeah. You I do. You know. <laughs> all right, all right, uh, all right. I got just a few more. Just a few more. Okay. Are these still directed at Elijah? Yeah, they're directed at Elijah. Okay. okay I mean, we're just going in. We're yeah, going in. Just going at it. Money or fame? Um, money. Money? Yeah. Money. Okay, but once you get the fame, can't you get the money? Nah, you might still be broke. <laughs> yeah, you might. <laughs> Chances are you'll still mm. be broke. That's why I said that on, mm-hmm. on the last half, I said hopefully all these accolades turn into money. <laughs> See yeah. that? That's the truth. He's keeping it one hundred, y'all. So yeah. don't don't knock him. I I, I agree. I think. And and you can do better things in the world with money. That's true. That's true. Although J- although money is the root of evil. J- J- Greed is the root of Jay-Z, evil. Jay-Z, case in point, Jay-Z. But that's 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 me. I'm a Nas guy, so, you know, anyway. I, right. got, I got one for, for Elijah that's sativa or indica. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, come on, sativa. <laughs> okay, cool. Just wanted to get that really? out of the way. Get that out of the way. Oh, indica, I mean, indica, indica all the way. Is, if you if you have a problem with indica, it's just like you can't give in to that initial sensation to like... Go to the dark place. You have to like fight that and start dancing. See, for me, it doesn't take me to the dark place. So it takes you, takes you, man. Not me personally, but a lot of people are like. It just depends. I mean, there's so many different sativas and so many different indicas. Very true. Different strains as I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. That is true. It is a different world compared to 10 years ago. You get that all messed up seed stuff. Anyway, so. uh, All right, all right. This one, this one is. Barbecue sauce or mumbo sauce? Ooh. Mumbo sauce. Come on, man. I'm from D.C. Oh, mumbo, mumbo sauce all the way. What sauce. is mumbo oh, my sauce? French fries on my French I've never officially had it. I just want to say that. Everyone okay. on the podcast knows that I'm not from D.C. So right. can, Nor can am I. A D.C. Nor am I. D.C. Damn. You got to explain it to me, Elijah. What is mumbo sauce? Let us foreigners know. I could tell you, but... <laughs> I'd have to show you. You'd have to show us. I mean, Where's the best place to get mumbo sauce? Yeah, from? yeah, yeah. Oh, carry out. Just no, literally Any the, the most janky carry out you see. On, <laughs> to the janky on, carry out. On, on either like 14th Street or on Florida Avenue or, in Georgia. or Min- Minnesota Avenue so, or, or Benning Road. 
just find like a little joint ideally the one with like the bulletproof glass <laughs> you know you got is a plus where you got you got to put you mm-hmm. got to put your money in a little revolver thing you know yeah. you know money revolver right next door to a liquor store they yeah they they will have the real mumbo sauce and nobody will ever tell you what it's made of i don't really know myself it's like it tastes like a combination of ketchup so and sweet and sour and salt and some other stuff Ooh. i don't know I, I would love to know the origin of this because i'm just imagining the guy that like, put these things together maybe he was like yo i'm almost out of ketchup and i'm almost <laughs> out of sweet and sour sauce i don't have enough together, ingredients yeah. to make a whole yeah. batch hey. but if i use oh, all the smoles. i know what mambo sauce is now in in my in my place in my neck of the woods we would call it all dressed that it's called all dressed hmm. uh-oh I mean, Uh-oh. I mean, I'm just saying. Where's that's your neck of the woods, by the way? I didn't know Portland, Maine had a mambo sauce. <laughs> I, I'm saying it's called all dressed. See it how formal it sounds. It's called all dressed, and it's like the ketchup, the mustard, the ranch, the salt, the pepper, the vinegar. See that? That sounds all true. Yeah, that's that's true. Sounds, that sounds almost more like Dutch mayo in a way. Dutch uh, mayo. Okay. 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 Or uh, yeah, what was it called when you would mix it all together? Uh, isn't that Mambo. McDonald's secret sauce? <laughs> I don't well, know. yeah, yeah, it might be Big Mac sauce. sauce. Yeah, big, that's it, Big Mac sauce. So, I mean, well, Whatever. I have once been offered mumbo sauce. I had some, and I, it tasted like that to me. But I, other than that, I was like, man, what is this? I just... Uh. Yeah, there's no real answer for that. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. What's... Uh, all right, I got I got two more. Two more. Uh, actually, you know what? No, we'll just do, do one more. I got one more. This is the last one. Jazz or go-go? <laughs> Damn. One answer. Jogo. J-O-G-O. Go. Get it. Get it. So, yeah, that was a bit of a trick question. But, uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, you were remarking uh, how you have uh, several jazz gigs coming up soon. For you, what, what's the differences like playing jazz? And, like, is it is it a different mindset you go in? Like, how, how was that? Yeah, I mean, the first time I played with uh, Chuck Brown, it was kind of like, jumping in in the fire because it was definitely more on the commercial side as far as like a presentation goes it was more like you know play a horn line here and then look like you're having fun for the next you know seven minutes and then take a solo that's maybe eight bars here whereas jazz it's kind of like especially instrumental jazz you're just all in the whole time you know you're playing a melody then you're improvising for quite you know however long you want basically uh, and then okay. each person gets gets their time to improvise it's a it's more of like a collective um spontaneous imp- improvisational occurrence as opposed to go-go is really it's kind of more about the audience you know it's mm-hmm. about the show it's about you know giving them the energy to give back to us which also happens in jazz but it's very it's more prevalent and more uh, in your face and, and obvious in go-go music. Okay. No, that's something that I've never really quite paid attention to. You think about that now. It's it's a definite difference about the presentation style. And I guess that influences kind of like, you know, obviously the sounds you're making too because go-go, you know, it's just so high energy. And I mean, have you ever done, what happens when you're doing go-go and like the crowd is just like, they're just not feeling it. Like, does that, does that hurt the experience for you as a musician? Or? You know, it could to maybe a lot of musicians it would, but um, we just, I've been told we crank no matter what. I mean, <laughs> literally, I, I, I do feel like when the energy of the audience is lacking, but at the same time, we just do our best to raise that. I mean, the other night we played at Crystal City, mm-hmm. and we played actually three sets, and each set, it seemed like the audience got revved up a little bit more to the point where 
we had like a legit go-go party going on everybody on their feet right at the front of the bandstand oh word in northern virginia you know? <laughs> so you know that was a lot yeah. like the uh the uh was it a jazz in the park when you guys played like yeah i think it was so great to see because it had this jazz overtone and i don't think people realize that that it was go-go music at first but it, it was it obviously was it was no way you could have not known you know if you don't know what go-go is and then by the end you know kind of everyone was kind of just chilling out but then by the end like everybody was like losing it yeah I, I just, and the best part about that was when we were on stage to see people who were like walking towards the music and maybe they're a mid conversation and just kind of stop and look over and be like what is this what is this is happening next thing you know they're like in the front partying with us too so that's yeah. what I, that's why i really like go-go music i mean you know my heart is always with jazz but um go-go just connects you to the people faster and more you know more direct word okay des you got anything to add to that i mean reflecting back it just sounds like there's a lot there's this layer of trust that i feel like that can come with go-go music because it's just like you're on like this sort of i don't know this like completely um full speed ahead you're right. like trapeze act you know what i mean and if you're not present well, well, yeah, yeah, and you're you're making yourself vulnerable when you like, you know, yeah. get down to the groove, and mm. you're just, you know, you're next to people you might not know or not might not normally be exactly. interacting with, and next thing you know, you're all together, bump, <laughs> bumping shoulders or maybe bumping other parts, and you know, <laughs> and, and, but, bumping, but, yeah, but, just bumping. But basically, yeah, there, there is a certain vulnerable vulnerability that happens both for the musicians and for the audience, and mm -hmm. the more we're able to sync with each other, the more we can make a real party and a group, nice group happen so y'all hear that next time y'all two-way street yeah Zero two way street. Of separation. Yep. here it comes the more love you show the more we can look show yep. back that bama cranking joe so really <laughs> uh also real quick though okay. why don't you tell us uh what what jogo has on the horizon right now what's what's going on with jogo okay well we are working on our debut ep we've been together three years now and we think it's time to record some music some of this music we've been performing so much and it's rare in this day and age that you have like a band of set members you know a lot of people especially when i was doing more straight ahead jazz stuff it's oftentimes each gig is a different band because it's whoever can make that particular gig what's great about jogo is we have a, a unit we've got the same people on almost every performance with few exceptions and that's helped us create a real synergy a real you know just movement and even live and we've already experienced as we started recording in the studio as well um so i just think and i hope the people think too that it's time for us to get the music out there it's time for us to spread our wings and hopefully tour the states a little bit maybe even tour outside of the states and see where how far we can get this jogo sound going and keep you know go go music and chuck brown's name very prevalent in washington dc that's amazing okay. man I'm, okay. I'm, I'm feeling that. We're all oh, for it. We're yeah. on the Jogo train. So if you'd like, get enough. if you'd like to be a part of that, yeah, which you might miss by the end of this podcast, but it's, it's JogoIndieGogo.com or just follow us, like us, love us, hug us at at the Jogo Project. That's J O G O. What? I I hear J O G O all the time. I've been walking around the apartment like J O G. -O. That's the idea. <laughs> Subliminal messaging. So yeah, everyone out there, definitely support the Jogo Project. These guys are doing big things, and uh, the beaten path, we're definitely behind these guys. 
um, you can definitely catch us, uh, you know, promoting them, trying to let you guys know what they're doing next because um, they're on to something here. They on the something. And so. speaking of our EP, I'd be remiss not, not to mention our EP release date, which is going to be at Blues Alley on uh, November the 14th. So mark your calendars for that. November 14, 11, 14 at Blues Alley. Two sets, 8 and 10 p.m. You can reserve your tickets right now at bluesalley.com. Oh, huh? Mm, get all, all right, y'all. Make sure you ear. get those tickets too. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be there. Awesome, oh, man. I'm See so y'all there. <laughs> Kicking it. All right, well, and in, in um in respect of our our guest, I mean, I hope you got some go go to end us on. You know, a little mm-hmm. bit. Of, I'd like to hear a little bit of Elijah and some go go playing right now. Ah, you think can we can do that? I think we can make that work. Yeah, might uh, well. through the magic of podcasting and microphone technology. Let's uh, get it. <laughs> I think we can do it. It's gonna be a little uh, experimental, but yeah. So we'll see what happens. Experimental. Let's go. Actually, we should be able to keep cool, stay free, make it work. Uh. Oh, I can turn it up. Here we go.
thank y'all for listening. It's been a pleasure. Shout out to Elijah Balbed. Balbed. On the saxophone. Here we go, yo. Make sure y'all check out the website. TVMB. Same thing. That's what Gullo is. Or maybe 20 people. Hey, hey.